Kane's Big Joe for Absolute Comfort, your trusted independent American Standard Air dealer. And owner Chris Wedekin sells the Mitsubishi Electric Mini Split, a great option for heating and cooling where ductwork can't be installed. If you have one of those homes that has baseboard heat or electric heat, ceiling cable heat, these can be specifically designed for those houses because in those houses it's very difficult to have them do all the construction and remodeling that goes with adding ductwork into those types of homes. Find out more by going to absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted independent American Standard Air Mitsubishi Electric Elite Ductless Pro Dealer. Where should we send money to today, Rob? <laughs> Can we just wait, 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 wait? Can we just talk about something? And we got to get to Iran, and there's so many things going on. Or yeah. we at war, we're impeaching Mayorkas. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a million things we got to get into on this show today. But you want to start off with something important? Well, I can tell. Well, look, I just you, you. I mean, sometimes your attitude is so disrespectful. What? And you're really just so <laughs> dismissive. Yeah, about? I feel triggered. This Thank doesn't, you. This doesn't feel like a safe space. Oh, anymore. do we have to talk about your feelings? The voice of reasonality <laughs> over here, Mister <laughs> Moderate in the middle. Oh, what did I? I do. Well, I was just, Kevin and I were talking about, I don't even know how we got on this, mm-hmm. but somehow we got on the topic of Ricky Nelson. Uh-huh. Traveling man. It, right. And I yeah. was t- trying walking. to tell Kev uh-huh. about how Ricky Nelson is super unique because he had multiple comebacks. There was Teen Idol Ricky Nelson, uh-huh. then there was Garden Party Ricky Nelson, and then there was comeback from people got tired of both versions of Ricky Nelson and then he died in a plane crash and I was trying to tell Kev all about Ricky Nelson and uh-huh. culture him a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I know why we got on this because Kev's going to Europe and I was singing the song yeah. Traveling Man Okay. and you just I look to you for some sort of help because you've been in radio since the 50s and you you would have known about Ricky Nelson and you were totally dismissive. Oh, oh! imagine that. You say that I was in the radio since the 50s and, and then I become dismissive. And so I started to count what? the hits and I counted eight. Not one, not two, not mm-hmm. three, not four, not five, not six, not seven, but eight mm-hmm. mega hits. You know the theory. If you have three, right. you're a huge deal. Uh-huh. And I counted eight of them and I just think it was very... Very rude and disrespectful, and now we can get on to Iran or whatever catastrophe is going on in the world. I'm the rude one. You say that I've been around since the 50s working, and I'm the rude one. Uh, The truth is, Rob, I'm not really familiar with his music. Even though you tried to tell Kevin that I used to play his music on the radio, you know, uh, 20 years before I was even born. So wait, wait, wait. You were such Billy Badass Johnny Tough guy on being dismissive of Ricky Nelson, and now you admit you don't even know his music. I don't know his music, which is why I I was not engaged in the conversation. Uh I had nothing to contribute. Well, why don't we move on to something uplifting like Iran? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, President Biden says that he has made a decision on how to respond to the drone attack that killed those U.S. service members at that base in Jordan. Yes. What was it? How many days ago was that, Casey? Uh, It was over at least three days. Mm -hmm. We've been stewing on this. Gee, what should we do? I don't know, Beeve. Well, the problem here is that these kind of tit-for-tat retaliatory strikes, Uh they can grow beyond the intention, right? And it can become a broader war than what either side actually wanted, and things can take on a life of their own. Uh, Kind of like that Ricky Nelson conversation. (laughs) It just grows bigger and bigger and bigger, and it gets out of control. Yeah, but some of us, and again, I guess maybe it applies here, some of us actually value things like dignity and liberty mm-hmm. and the freedom to think for yourself. And then there's people like you who just want to downplay anytime somebody has an opinion you don't agree with. So really, this is a battle for freedom and liberty, and I appreciate you tying those two things together. In all seriousness, though, Casey, mm-hmm. what are we waiting on? 
Well, like, I'm not talking about boots on the ground. I'm not talking about, hey, full-scale invasion of, of Iran and the Iranian people. But they are testing you, and they're testing you because just like in Afghanistan, they believe they'll get away with it. Okay, so uh, Hezbollah released a statement saying that they have suspended their attacks against the U.S. This after they've done more than 160 different attacks. And Iranian officials, they said that Tehran would decide respond to any U.S. attacks that President Biden has vowed to do. Ooh. He has said that his response will be in a time and a place of his choosing. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like he doesn't want to show his hand. He can't broadcast what they're going to do. Did he actually use the words time and place of his choosing? Yes, in a time and place of our choosing. You know that, that is the response coming from the Pentagon. You know what that sounds like when you win some sort of meet and greet? You know, if you've ever entered into one of those, like, hey, win a chance to meet Tiger Woods. It's the Nike golf giveaway. And you read the fine print and it'll say, Mr. Woods will meet you at a time and place of his choosing. That's what that sounds like, except it's not a meet and greet with the celebrity. It's standing up for innocent American soldiers who were killed sleeping mm-hmm. sleeping, and minding their own business. Well, it feels like Iran just kept doing it and doing it and doing it, and whether their intention was to kill U.S. service members or not, they crossed that line. So now something has to be done. And the deputy Pentagon press secretary was trying to give some answers. Her name is Sabrina Singh, and she was saying that, yeah, the response is going to happen, and she wouldn't uh, comment on the scale of the response or what type of response, but here it is. It will happen in a time and place of our choosing. Look, I'm not going to forecast what our response is going to be. Uh, what I can tell you is that, uh, and what the president said and what the secretary has said, is that we are going to respond, but it's going to be at a time and place of our choosing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get ahead of any uh, military action that we're going to take. Of course, it wouldn't make sense to forecast our punches here. Uh, but what I can tell you is that there will be a response because we are going to hold those people accountable that did inflict uh, you know, injuries onto over 40 of our service members and, of course, tragically resulted in the death of three of our service members as well. Okay. Um and look, I'm sure I'm going to get in trouble for asking this question, but if you deemed this unserious enough that you don't have to respond immediately, which clearly we were several days in and there has been no response and they won't even tell you when the response is going to be, um, shouldn't, and, and again, just call me old fashioned here, but if we're going to engage in a military conflict that is apparently so untime sensitive that we're now several days in and, and maybe several more days, I don't know, maybe shouldn't you go to the Congress? Like, why do presidents never go to the Congress and ask for authority to engage? Because then if you screw it up, at least you got cover power. But we even notice this, our commanders in chief, they engage in all these military actions and they never go to the Congress and seek permission. And so I would think if it's a big enough deal that you're building up, Right, they're building up is what she wants you to believe. Yeah, we haven't done anything yet, but oh, it's gonna be big, baby. It's gonna be bad. Shouldn't you maybe, I don't know, ask for authority to do the big bad thing? Well, it almost sounds like what, there's no plan? And the Biden administration just wants it to play itself out. So uh, who will be targeted in Iran? 
I think what's important for the American people to know is that these are Iran-backed militias uh, that have been conducting attacks on U.S. forces that are there in Iraq and Syria for the sole mission to ensure the enduring defeat of ISIS. Uh, we don't want to see ISIS resurge to what it once was uh, back 10 years ago. Um, so that's why our forces are there in the region uh, to protect and to ensure that ISIS never gains the strength that it once had. Uh, again, we know that Iran continues to arm, equip, support and train these militias. And they are the ones responsible for these attacks. And that's who are we, we are going to hold accountable uh, when we do respond. OK, so the question also has to be, is the U.S. going to go alone? You know, well, that's what we do, Casey. Yeah, um, we we, pay, we do it better than anyone. We, we pay for it all the time. And since we were attacked, are we going to have our allies involved? Well, you've seen our response with allies in uh, Houthi-controlled areas in Yemen. We've conducted multilateral strikes with the U.K. and other countries uh, that have provided support for those strikes. And you've seen us do it time and time again. And we're going to continue to do that. We value the support of our partners and allies in the region and all around the world. And the attacks that we're seeing on our forces in Iraq and Syria... Those have coalition forces present at those military facilities. And so it is very important that um, and, and our partners and allies understand why we are taking the action that we are, whether it be unilateral or in some cases multilateral. Um, and that's what you've seen us do in those Houthi controlled areas in Yemen. OK, so the big question is, as Americans, should we be bracing for an escalation? Although Iran just came out and said, nope, they're halting all drone attacks. Oh, because they walked right up to that line and then they crossed it. But now we're going to stop because, you know, it's like they're running away scared. But should we be bracing for an escalation? Well, I can't predict what these IRGC-backed groups will do, but what I can tell you is that we've seen a pattern of these attacks since October 17th. We've seen over 100 attacks at our, on our forces, and whether it be in Iraq or Syria, and now, unfortunately, uh, with the case earlier this week in Jordan. Um, so we've continued to see these attacks, and, yet, and the attack that we saw on January 20, 28th was, in fact, an escalatory attack, as it did result... Uh, tragically, in the death of three of our service members. Uh, but again, I can't predict what these groups will do. We've continued to message very publicly, in fact, that we urge them to stop. Uh, they haven't, and our response is we are going to take action, we are going to hold them accountable, but we're going to do so at a time and place of our choosing. Wait, 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 wait. we urge them to stop. What, mm -hmm. in the name of love, before you break my heart? Thinking, she, oh, over? What, and, what, what are we doing here? And she said that we've urged them very publicly. Do you remember what the urging was very publicly? Don't. 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 